hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Go to the fifth inning. Raiders leading seven to nothing. We'll have Galloway, Jacob Williams, and Nick Jones to face the right-hander Tyler Legear. Legear is the fourth pitcher used by Lipscomb in this game. Jackson Galloway, solo home run in the second inning and singled in the third. And that single drove in a run, so he's got uh, a two RBI game and his fourth home run of the season. Jackson out of Kansas City on the Missouri side. There's a strike called at the knees, nothing in one. Legear working in his second inning. That Raider uh, uniform then must have kind of a hometown feel to him. There's a strike call. A little bit of the KC Royals color scheme. uh, Indeed. Nothing in two the count. When we wear our all whites with the Raiders across the front, looks very much like a Royals uniform. Swing and a foul back. The count holds at 0-2. Saw some games in Kansas City back in my younger days, but they were the Kansas City A's at the time. Back at Municipal Stadium. Yep. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Reaching for an outside pitch. And didn't get it. That is out number one. Needed that cricket bat you were talking about. First strikeout for Laguerre. First baseman, number 19, Jacob. Jacob Williams has struck out twice. And takes the pitch outside for ball one. Jacob must feel like the uninvited guest. Oh. The rest of the team has been hitting the ball all over the field. Swing and a miss. He's trying to do his part. One ball, one strike. We're in the top of the fifth inning. Raiders leading seven to nothing. And the pitch way outside. That one gets back to the backstop. Yeah. Look here. Uh... Kind of overdid his sidearm motion. 
He's works, got that uh, crossfire delivery. Yeah, like. works, uh, works out of a stretch. Makes a, hides the ball pretty well, don't you think? Yep. Inside, ball three. Three and one. Raiders will have tomorrow off, and it's a good day looking at the weather forecast for tomorrow. But yeah, supposed to be better by Thursday when Charlotte comes to town. Hard smash to short. Fielded there by Hama, and he will get Williams at first for out number two. Jacob hit it sharply, but right at the shortstop. Nothing going there, and the batter is Nick Jones. Now, Jones has the hardest hit ball of this game. And nearly took the third baseman's head off. Instead, uh, I bet you he's still feeling that ball on his hand. Nick is 0 for 2. He's rolled out to the pitcher and lined out to third. There's no telling what the exit velocity was on that baseball he hit. Strike call to Jones, nothing and one. Back in the fourth inning. That came off. Uh, that was uh, Giles. I believe that was off Giles. You're right. Laguerre's pitch, another strike, nothing and two. Jones steps out of the box, gets those white batting gloves yeah. adjusted. Laguerre's delivery is definitely uh, messing with the, the Raiders. There's a ground ball left side, third baseman. Will Hoyt cuts it off, throws to first, and off the mark, but Williams tags the runner coming down the line. So that will be a 5-3 put out and a good uh, clean inning for Lipscomb pitchers, their first since the first inning. Nothing across. We are halfway home in this game. It is Middle Tennessee 7, Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. We're going to have some change. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom half of the fifth inning. Raiders have put uh, Tatsunori Nagishi in at first base for Jacob Williams. I think that's the only change made. That's the only one I saw. Jack Julian, starting his fifth inning of work, will face Hama. And. Uh, Bertolani 
before going back to the top of the order. There's a swinging strike, nothing in one. Brian Hama, shortstop, 0 for 1. And he is looking for his first hit of the season. Pops this one straight up and straight back behind us, and it's 0-2 to Hama. Julian at uh, pitch count at 71 coming into this uh, fifth inning. Hama's a sophomore out of Brunswick, Ohio. And the pitch, that caught him on the left arm. So with an 0-2 pitch, he hits Hama. That's the second batter that Julian has hit in the game. Runner at first, no outs, and the batter is Chaz Bertolani. Or is this a different batter? This is a different batter, John. It sure is. Let's see. This is 32, who is uh, Lilo Poxia. Poxia. So he is in for Bertolani. Runner at first, nobody out. And the pitch. High. One ball, no strikes. Poxia listed as a utility player on the roster. He looks like a catcher to me, though. <laughs> Lilo, L I L O. Poxia. Batting here in the bottom of the fifth. It's on the third. Good pickup by Jennings. Throw to second out. Throw to first out. That is a 5-4-3 double play and a fine stop and throw by Gabe Jennings. Wow. That was uh, as good a stop as he made uh, back on the, uh, in the third inning on that ball that he threw away. That time, good throw to second base. And uh, with a, a runner who was did not appear particularly speedy. Uh, turns into a good, easy double play. So now two outs, base is empty, and Coppage swings and misses at the first pitch. One so Julian, who came in uh, in uh, pretty good shape uh, at 71 pitches, that's 73, 74. Ball hit up the middle. That's going to get in for a base hit. I think he's in pretty good shape to try and get through this inning. Collect his first win. That is hit number three. Center fielder, number 19, Maddox Houghton. Hit number three for the Bisons. Coppage at first, two outs. And here is Houghton, the center fielder. He's been hit by a pitch and been safe on an arrow. So he's been on base both times. Jack Julian. Out of the stretch. And the pitch. Swung on, hit foul down the right side, headed for the Raider bullpen. One strike. Charlotte coming in Thursday for conference action. Thursday and Friday nights at 6 o'clock, Saturday at 12 noon. And that is a change. Wasn't that originally scheduled for 11 a.m.? 
It was originally scheduled for 1 p.m. Ah. There's a pitch outside, but uh, the time changed due to Charlotte's flight schedule. So high noon on Saturday. Do not forget me. Oh, my darling. <laughs> one ball, one strike. Foul straight back. Out of play, one and two. John, you just came in with a line from my all-time favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Gary Cooper, Grace Kelly. Yep. The original black and white mm-hmm. version of High Noon. I got it out and watched it a few weeks ago. One ball and two strikes to Houghton. Runner at first. Swing and a foul back. Doing a breaking ball. I guess anybody born after 1980 does not know what we're talking about. I suspect not. <laughs> Unless they watch Turner Classic movies, maybe. Yep. One and two the count to Maddox Houghton. Two outs runner at first here in the fifth. Raiders leading seven to nothing. And the pitch to the plate, foul to the screen. Grace Kelly was not always a princess, was she? No. I think that was her first starring role, if I'm not mistaken. It it was certainly one of her earliest. Yeah. And one of her best. One and two the count. And the pitch in the dirt outside. You knew who, uh, you, I know you know who sang the uh, oh, title Ritter. song. Yeah, Tex, Tex Ritter. Ritter. of course. Tex Ritter did the uh, title tune. I'd forsake me. Oh. No, no, I won't do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get you to... Uh, to get you to sing a little like Dizzy Dean used to. Well, you know, I I used to be able to do that. Two balls, two strikes, the count. Runner leads and a swing and a foul. The count holds at two and two. I was actually able to sing a song yesterday, which I was not able to do two weeks ago. So So the surgery was good then? Uh, So far, so good. Good. Count two and two to Houghton with Coppage, the runner at first. And the pitch outside, ball three. So the count goes full. Yeah. And uh, they'll be starting the runner here. Yep. Two outs, three and two on the batter. Time call, batter asks for time, steps out. Knocks the dirt out of his cleats with a bat. Another 3-2 pitch will be coming. 
Runner goes and another foul. I saw a guy do that one time, John, and he missed his cleats and hit himself in the ankle with, with the bat. Oh. And I think he had to come out of the game. <laughs> Very embarrassing. No. Full count three and two. Houghton's fouled off a bunch. Swings and fouls another one. This one rolls over by the oh. Raider dugout. Uh, I was hoping Mason Spears could hold on to that ball. Open up a new can of baseballs. Yeah. Another 3-2 pitch will be coming from Jack Julian. And again, Coppage leads at first. He'll be off and running. And the pitch. A swing and a miss. Struck him out, and the inning is over. Look at the Raiders come out of the dugout. Uh, Jack Julian has... Uh, Pitched himself a whale of a five innings here, Dick. He is qualified for the win. No runs, one hit, one left. Double play helped him out. We have completed five full innings, Middle Tennessee seven, and Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the top of the sixth inning. Raiders leading by a score of seven to nothing. Bottom third of the order coming up. Gabe Jennings, Brian Dillingham, and Luke Benson to face the right-hander Tyler Laguerre. Laguerre's gone an inning and two-thirds. Yep. Has not given up a hit or a run. Yeah, faced five uh, hitters, retired all five. Jennings has homered and singled. You have and to score two runs. You have to wonder how long they are going to be willing to go with the Laguerre, though. There's a swinging foul tip, one strike to Jennings. You, know, you look at his numbers coming in, and uh, this is his uh, 11th appearance. Jennings hits a little tap to the left side. Third baseman, bare hand pick up and throw and got him at first. Good play there by third baseman, Will Hoyt. Well, let's see, this is his 12th appearance. He'd only thrown 12 innings in those first 11 appearances. So, 
he's into multiple innings now, which is not his usual uh, M.O. Here's Dillingham. Brian struck out and walked and scored in the fourth inning. Takes the pitch outside for ball one. That uh, baseball had a wrinkle in it. Laguerre, the sidewinder, backed him away with the pitch inside. Two balls, no strikes. Luke Vinson waiting to hit next. And the pitch just missed, ball three. Dillingham able to hold his swing. Nope, the umpire says it was a strike, two and yeah, one. Yeah, the, uh, the first base umpire called that. That ball was in under his hands. Ball three is outside, now it's three and one. It's the first time he's gone deep into a count. Three balls and a strike to Dillingham, the pitch. Right in there at the letters, three and two. Brian was taken all the way. No, he's got a walk and a strikeout in this ball game, so. Uh, three, two pitch. Foul to the screen, hit off the tip end of the bat. Yeah, that was kind of a defensive swing. Out holding at three and two. Luke Benson waiting to hit next. And again, foul to screen. Uh, one of the Raiders in the dugout caught it as it bounced off the screen, fell straight down into his hands. Laguerre doing a good job of getting the ball in on uh, Dillingham's hands. Really hard. The pitch. That's a strike call, Dillingham knew it. Good breaking ball, broke over the inside corner for out number two, second strikeout for the gear. Batters Luke Benson. Now we assume that that's Paxia behind the plate now. He's out talking to the pitcher. Came into bat for Bertolotti. And we're gonna see another pitcher. You serious? Yep. I think they want a left-hander. That's what they're calling for. So we've got a pitching change here with two outs in the sixth inning. This will be the fifth pitcher coming in for Lipscomb. We'll take a break, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. 
Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. New pitcher checking in for Lipscomb as their fifth of the game. He is a freshman left-hander, Hayden Frank. Hayden Frank uh, making his 12th appearance. He has only thrown six and a third innings in those uh, 11 previous outings. He's given up two runs, both of them earned on seven hits, one walk, four strikeouts. He's got a 2.84 ERA and no one lost record. So no he is save. more like a one batter pitcher. That's huh? what it looks like. Uh, you can bring him in and uh, uh, you got a left-hander you want to throw to and that's what they're doing. They're bringing him in to face Benson. You know, they did the same thing back in the uh, fourth inning, brought in that left-hander uh, Shemper uh, to face uh, Luke Vincent. Vincent went right back up the middle with a uh, two-run single. Well, let's see if he can do the same thing here. Two outs, base is empty, and Luke takes a strike. Uh, you see where the uh, the second baseman is playing? Right behind second base yeah. where Vincent hit it last yeah, time. Pretty yeah. close. Yeah. Pretty close to right behind, yeah. Big hole on the left side of the infield, and he goes that way, but hits a fly ball fairly deep to left, and caught by the left fielder. <laughs> that he ball almost fooled him. misjudged that ball and caught it over his shoulder. So that's all in the sixth. Three up and three down for the Raiders. Nothing across. We will go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Middle Tennessee seven. Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Uh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. There we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. The Raiders have a new pitcher in, right-hander James Sells out of Winchester, Tennessee, and Tullahoma High School. And uh, James Sells coming on for his uh, eighth appearance, uh, seven of them in relief. He has thrown 18 and two-thirds innings, uh, giving up three runs, uh, uh, all three earned on 12 hits, six walks, 18 strikeouts, 1.45 ERA, uh, no record. Pitched really well, I understand, up at Tennessee Tech last week. Yeah, I had a no-hitter going into the seventh inning. Here is 
Lundgren to lead it off, left-handed hitter. He's grounded out and flied out. Takes first pitch for ball one. Three, four, five hitters for Lipscomb here in the sixth inning. We'll give you the uh, line on Julian in just a moment. That pitch misses outside, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. James Sells, the right-hander, delivers a strike at the knees. It's two and one. Jack Julian goes uh, five innings, no runs on three hits, one walk, four strikeouts, and what was it, one hit batter? Yep. Two hit batters. Yeah, two. There's ball three, and it's three and one on Lundgren. And ball four is outside, so a base on balls to lead off the sixth inning. That's the second allowed by Raider pitchers. Julian walked Williams to lead off the fourth inning. So Lundgren at first base. Here's Malik Williams. He has struck out and walked. Just told you that, didn't we? I think you did. (laughs) Uh, You know what they say, uh, what they used to tell us when I was in teaching was uh, you just keep repeating, and we I think we talked about the same thing as that was a that was a ball. Uh, we talked about it at the newspaper. You just have to keep repeating and repeating and repeating until they finally figure it out. Yep. One ball, no strikes. There's a strike at the knees. One and one to Malik Williams. It is seven to nothing. Raiders with their second pitcher of the game. Jack Julian went the required five innings. He qualifies for the win should the Raiders hang on. There's a ball hit to left center field. That's going to drop for a base hit, and they'll hold the runners at first and second. So two men on with nobody out here in the sixth inning. I thought Jack Julian was really good tonight, Dick. Third baseman. Had a couple of uh, points there that – could have gotten himself in trouble and pitched through it. Now that's uh, that's a maturity starting to pop through. Second time in the game that Lipscomb's had two runners on base. The uh, first time was back in the second inning, and that came with two outs. Julian was able to get out of that inning. There's a strike call to Will Hoyt. Trace Will Hoyt has struck out and fouled out. Well, you could get out of this with uh, no runs. Get a, let's get a ground ball here, double play, and then a, anything that turns into an out. Tried to bunt. Did he bunt through that ball? What? Oh. They say he did not off oh. Here, did he bunted right through? I thought so, too. Wow. So if you if your if your technique is bad enough, you can do it and not get caught, right? I guess. One ball, one strike. Showed bunt and took a strike at the knees, and it's one and two. You think they'd really want to be bunting with uh, their number five hitter? I don't know, John. (laughs) And the pitch. Low. Two balls, two strikes. See what the notes are on sales. Fastball 
slider, change up, 88 to 90. You know what I do? I throw him that uh, that slider right here. Throw it uh, down and away. Two balls and two strikes. Swung on ground ball to third. Jennings tags the runner, goes to first. That is a double play. Heads up play, Gabe Jennings at third. He's made some good plays down there. He had one unfortunate throw that got away from him. But other than that, you don't have to give him a good grade at third base. Yeah. Tag the runner between second and third for the first out. And then threw on to first to complete the double play. He really did a nice job of uh, decoy, uh, playing decoy on that runner coming down too. He uh, he looked like he was going to go ahead and make the throw. And the There's runner. a ground ball to short. Peralta charges, throws to first, and it got a – I thought ah. I saw a baseball on the ground. but There's something white on the ground, there but it's is not something. a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, score that 6-3 for the put out on Shields. And that is all. After the first two men got on, Raiders pull a double play. And got a ground ball, and in the inning, no runs. One hit and one left. We've completed six full innings. Here are your totals for Middle Tennessee. Seven runs, seven hits, one error. And for Lipscomb, no runs, four hits, and one error. Raiders leading seven to nothing as we go to the seventh inning of the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the seventh inning, just past the top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. KB Peralta leads it off for the Raiders in the seventh inning. Takes a strike called from Hayden Frank. Threw two pitches and got Benson on a fly ball to end the sixth inning. You know, as you pointed out, uh, based on the numbers, he doesn't throw to a lot of uh, people. You have to wonder whether the he's in there to pitch to Peralta, then another right-hander with a bunch of right-handers coming up. Strike called, and it's one and two. Hayden Frank's a tall left-hander, 6'5", 186, out of Riceville, Tennessee. It's over in McMinn County. 
Ground ball, right side. Second baseman charges on to first in time. That is out number one. Peralta bounces out, second to first. One out for JT Mabry. JT 0 for 2 with a sacrifice fly and a run batted in. That happened in the third inning. And the pitch from Frank is swung on and drilled foul down the left side. And Jordan Getzelman, the third base coach, you had to be on your toes down there. Yeah. He just got out of the way of that one. One strike to Mabry. He went over to talk with the uh, third base umpire. What do you think that conversation was about? Pitch is high. One and one. He probably said something. Like, well, I ought to be over here where you are. <laughs> one ball, one strike. Count to Mabry and the pitch. Pop bow back behind us. Out of play, one and two. Lipscomb on the season playing at home is 10 and 7. Overall, 18 and 14. That pitch just missed inside. 2 and 2. The Raiders uh, on the road this season are 11 and 11. And at home, they're 4 and 4. Thus, the 15 and 15 record. Foul out of play. Count holds at two and two. Uh, we're going to have a challenge this uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday with uh, Charlotte coming in. That's a good ball club. 2-2 pitch. Swung on, drilled, and caught by the shortstop. Hobble moving to his right. Mabry's bid for a base hit is foiled by the shortstop. Had a good catch. Pitch hitting for Middle Tennessee State, number 38, Briggs Rudder. So here is uh, Briggs Rudder. He's going to hit for Spears. Mason was 0 for 3. And I expect Rudder will come in and do the catching. Right-handed batter hits it up the middle and a base hit. First pitch. Got up there and hit it so quickly we didn't get a chance to tell you anything about him. Well, he just had a base hit. So he is at first base with two outs, and the batter is Galloway. Now batting number 16. Jackson Galloway. Galloway got us uh, off and running in the second inning with a solo home run on the first pitch from the starting uh, pitcher, Cantola. Had hit, got Briggs Rudder uh, up over the 200 mark. He's at first base with two outs. Galloway takes a strike, nothing in one. That is a breaking ball. Jackson with a solo home run in the second inning, a run scoring single in the third, and struck out in the fifth. 
And the lefty's pitch outside off the catcher's mm. mitt, not far enough away for Rudder to advance. Yeah, and uh, one and one. Rudder was already headed back to the bag. I think he might run like a catcher. Well, I think <laughs> these left-handers are are kind of sneaky sometimes. Yeah. Throwing the first. Here's the pitch. Strike on the inside corner. It was a good fastball from Frank. One and two, the count. A swing and a miss struck him out. So Galloway down on strikes. And that will end the inning. No runs, one hit, one left. It is seventh inning stretch time here at the ballpark. With a score, Middle Tennessee seven. Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. So we go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Eston Snyder has moved into right field to replace Dillingham defensively for the Raiders. So Snyder is in right. James Sells on for his second inning of work. First pitch is a strike to Haymaker, leading off the seventh inning. Haymaker has singled and flied to left. Sells working in his second inning in relief of Jack Julian. Pitch misses inside. One ball and one strike. Rich Rudder stayed in the game, and he is behind the plate as he hit for Spears in the top of the inning. Swing and a miss, and the count will go to one and two. I thought Sells was a little bit tentative when he came on in the uh, 
in the sixth. Uh, he is not looking tentative now. He looks very confident out there on the mound. Pitch just missed inside. Two and two. <clears throat> Haymaker leading off the Lipscomb seventh inning and fouls this one to the screen. Cowboy gold or hold at two and two. Right hander delivers. Pop foul back over our heads and out of play. Blue Raider pitcher Trent Siebert charting pitchers down in the Blue Raider dugout. Oh, I see him down there. Yeah. Two-two the count. And again, Haymaker got the bat on the ball, fouled it. That might be over in the tennis courts. Count holding at two balls and two strikes. Raiders have seven runs on eight hits. The Bisons, no runs on four hits, and each team has committed an error. And we're in the bottom of the seventh inning. Sells pitch. Strike called outside corner. And that will send Haymaker back to the Lipscomb's dugout. Called out on strikes for out number one. You know, real key to this ball game uh, to this point for the Raiders. Number 10, Brian. We're talking about those four hits, but only two walks. It's when they start walking, people, they get them, get themselves in trouble. Yep. Here's Hama, the shortstop. He's grounded out and been hit by a pitch. Mm -hmm. Takes a strike called. Raiders have pulled two double plays in the game. And Boosted their total to 21 on the season. There's a swing and a foul back, and the count will go to 0-2 on Homa. This was uh, the count when Julian hit him with a pitch in his previous at-bat. Here's Sells with the 0-2 pitch and struck him out swinging. That is out number two. That looked like the slider down and away, Dick. Two up and two down in the seventh. Now batting, catcher, number 32, Lilo Paxia. Lilo Paxia. The catcher will come in. 5-11-245 out of East Hampton, New Jersey. Strike. Nothing in one to Paxia. He grounded uh, into that double play in the fifth inning. Started by Jennings. There's strike two, and it's nothing in two. That hit his bat. He was trying to get it, get away from that pitch because it was definitely in on his hands. So sails out in front, two strikes. That went in the dirt outside. Rolls away, and it's one and two. Probably trying to throw that breaking ball on the outside corner. Yep. Just got away from him. One ball, two strikes. Yeah, closed him out with that slider down and away. They're going back. Missed outside, two and two. Yeah, that was not with the slider. That, that was a fastball. 
Sales in his second inning of work. Two balls and two strikes as the right-hander delivers. Ball three outside. All three of those last three pitches have been well outside. Yeah. Well, they're trying to get him to uh, go after a bad pitch. And uh, now he, instead He's not, of, not cooperating, is No, he? He, uh, they had him one and two. Now it's three, two. You got to come to him. And a swing and a foul back. Had a pretty good rip. And, but again, they uh, they came in uh, inside and he had uh, trouble with that pitch. So maybe instead of trying to get him outside, you come in. Come back in on his hands on the inside corner. Three balls, two strikes. Baxia asked for time, backs out. And the 3-2 pitch. And on his hands, popped foul, right side. It's going to be out of play. And we'll send the kids looking for a baseball. Well, they've got one. Uh, the little girl found it first. Good. Good for her. Yep. Wonder if she gets to turn that in for a valuable prize. <laughs> I think I'd, uh, she appears to be. Uh, Strike three call. Paxia had started to first base, but he will reverse and head back to the dugout. Three up, three down, three strikeouts. So Sells strikes out the side. In the seventh inning, we've completed seven full innings. Middle Tennessee, seven. Lipscomb, nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We'll go to the eighth inning with the Raiders leading seven to nothing. Uh, John, another one of our fine female athletes received an honor this week as Abigail Quarting was named the Women's Field Athlete of the week in Conference USA. Oh, congratulations. Good and job. The, uh, the Tennessee relays this past weekend she won gold in both the high jump and the long jump wow and i think it was only her second or third uh, appearance in the season track team will be participating uh, this weekend at auburn in another meet men's golf uh, playing in the mossy oak invitational 
and uh, that tournament was delayed by rain. That's at Mississippi State, I think West Point, Mississippi. But the Raiders were in eighth place overall and were trying to finish their second round today and play the third round and get it in. I hope they did. Here's Nagishi to lead off in the eighth inning, his first at bat as he took over at first base for Jacob Williams in the bottom of the fifth and swings at the first pitch, lost it into shallow left field, and the shortstop <laughs> Hama out there will make the catch for out number one. One out in the eighth. Nagishi had played first base in all of the games. Oh, now we're going to see another Marshall, pitcher. And we're going to have a right-hander coming in now. <laughs> So Frank will be taken out after getting the first batter in the eighth inning. Probably says, Coach, I'm just getting warmed up. <laughs> He's going to come out. He pitches. Uh, what is an inning and two-thirds? Let's see, pitched a full seventh inning. One out in the sixth. Got one out in the eighth. Yeah, an inning and two-thirds. Gave and up, what, one hit? Did not allow any runs, gave up one hit. So we will take a break, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Sweat. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. So the pitching change with one out in the eighth inning will bring in a right-hander, Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams coming on for his ninth appearance, all in relief. He's thrown 10 in the third innings, given up six runs, all earned on eight hits, four walks, 10 strikeouts. So he, he's striking out uh, about one won an inning. Uh, he's got an ERA of 5.23, uh, no record, and no saves. Opponents hitting 229, but uh, of those uh, eight hits, he's given up three of them as extra base hits, a couple of doubles, and a home run. He is 6'7", 200 pounds, out of Cleveland High School, Cleveland, Tennessee. And been known to throw a wild pitch from time to time. We've seen enough of them tonight. Oh, it's some crazy stuff. Most of the wild pitches don't go in the book because they've been without people on base. For the Raiders, this is Austin Bale. Yeah, pitch hitter. Pitch hit, swings and misses at the first pitch. 
He is in for Nick Jones as the DH. Austin is out of Pennsylvania. Junior college transfer. Swing and a miss. Nothing in two. He's only had a couple of bad bats. Spells his last name B-A-A-L, Austin Bale, 6'4", 235. Looking for his first Raider hit. Swings and fouls this one off. He's up there hacking, isn't he? He is. Nothing in two the count. Well, if you've only got two at-bats in the season uh, and you think you can do it, you want to go up there hacking. You're not going up there to show him that you can know the strike zone. Swing and a miss. Struck him out with a high fastball. So that is out number two. Williams gets the strikeout on his first batter. And now Gabe Jennings will not hit. This will be 33. That is Mason McLeod. For Middle Tennessee State, number 33, Mason McLeod. 6'4", 205. Mason's done some good work and is a pinch hitter. And he's looks at ball one. One ball, no strikes. Hitting here in the eighth inning. Takes a pitch low. Two and zero. Oh. Claude with eight, three hits and eight at bats. One double, one home run. A couple of RBIs. Strike on the inside Ooh. corner. Two and one. Williams pitch, swung on, hit down the left field line, foul, going to be out of play. Count will go to two and two. Nobody going after that baseball. There's somebody. Wake them up out of the bullpen. Yeah, there aren't many left in that bullpen. Well, as many as, as many as calls have been made, they should be alert down there, shouldn't they? I think the only people left down there probably by now are catchers. Catchers. 2-2. <laughs> Swing and a foul. That's going to be out of play. Two balls, two strikes. Base is empty. Two outs. We're in the top of the eighth inning. Raiders batting. So I'm going to foul off to the right side. Raiders got two runs in the second inning on a pair of solo home runs. Two more in the third inning and three in the fourth. And since that time, it's nothing but goose eggs on that scoreboard. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. And the inning is over. Williams comes in, strikes out two. And retires the side with no damage in the eighth. There were no errors and no we'll go to the bottom base. of the eighth inning. Middle Tennessee seven, Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We've got a new pitcher on for the Raiders, and he will be the third pitcher used. A local youngster out of Rockvale High School is Daniel Dewey. 6'3", 195, a freshman right-hander. Making his second appearance of the season. Struggled in that first appearance. Uh, gave up three runs all earned on two hits, a uh, couple two, walks, a wild pitch, a hit by batter, a hit batter, and did strike out one in two-thirds of an inning. So um, he gets it out here, and his ERA goes down. Probably 10 runs. Here's Coppage, the leadoff batter, and he's around to bunt. Takes the pitch low for ball one. So Dewey trying to come out here and finish off the uh, the Bisons. Raiders leading seven to nothing here late. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Pitch misses outside, ball two, two and oh. And the pitch, low ball three. Did we give the final line on James Sales? I've got two innings. He did. No runs, one hit, three strikeouts, and a walk. That is what I've got. There's a strike call, three and one. Jack Julian, the Raiders starter, went five innings, allowed no runs on three hits. Did a good job. That pitch just missed. Ball four and Coppage with a leadoff walk here in the eighth inning. He does appear to be somebody backing uh, Dewey up in the Raider bullpen. Here's Houghton. He's reached base twice. Hit by pitch on an error and has struck out. Yeah, there we go. There's somebody getting up. Dewey with the pitch right in there. Call strike. Now, the last thing you want to do is let a ball game like this get away from you in late innings. 
Coppage, the runner at first with a leadoff walk. The one-strike pitch misses high, ball one, one and one. That wind sounds like it might be picking up a little bit. Yeah. Either that or you're breathing heavy over there. No, I, I can't see the flagpole right now. Well, the flagpole doesn't look like it's uh, the flag doesn't look like it's doing anything, but I'm hearing wind. One ball, one strike. Swing and a miss. Oh, good and the count pitch. will go to one and two on yeah. Houghton. You know, Rockvale as a high school has not uh, not been there very long. Has it four years? Is this is, is this well, the fourth it, year or well, fifth year? The new Rockvale yeah. high school. One ball, two strikes. Dewey's pitch is swung on and missed. Struck him out. And that is out number one. Yeah, we had a lot of those high schools that they're building now in the right places back in the day. There was a Rockvale High School. Yep. Had one at Christiana. Yeah. Had one at Walter Hill. Yep. Had one at Auburn Town. Of course, that's in another county. That's Scanning County, but uh, there was there's one out at, at Las Casas. One at Kittrell. Yep, Las Casas. The pitch, strike on the outside corner to Lundgren. Nothing in one. Lundgren, a left-handed batter, is grounded out, flied out, on a really good catch by Galloway in left field, and he has walked. Look how shallow Galloway is in left field. Oh, gosh, yeah. The pitch outside, one and one. He might remember that little flare that yep. <laughs> Lundgren hit that he had to uh, dive for and took right off the turf in the third the one inning. That, the one that you got the star by? Got a, I got a star by, yep. One ball, one strike. Runner goes. A strike, throw to second, not in time. Wasn't even close. So give uh, Coppage a stolen base, and he is at second with one out. The pitch was a strike, so it's one and two on Lundgren. But he stole that uh, off of uh, Daniel Dewey. I don't know. What, I don't think Dewey even looked over at him, did he? I didn't notice. One ball, two strikes. Long look in and too long for Lundgren. He asks for time and steps out of the box. Coppage, the runner at second. And the pitch is low and inside. Good stop by Rudder. Keep that ball in front of him. Two and two. One out, runner at second to pitch. Strike at the knees, and Lundgren called out on strikes. Two strikeouts in the inning for Daniel Dewey. Missed a defensive change, uh, Dick. Uh, Brett Coker came in. Uh, Coker's playing third. He's playing third base now, yeah. Okay, in for Jennings. In for the pinch hitter, Mason McLeod. 
at slot. Two outs, runner at second. The pitch, strike call, nothing and one. I think Dewey has settled in and found the strike zone. Uh, I think so. He, uh, he's. Uh, this is Malik Williams, the first baseman. Who's got a pretty good bat. Swung on, fly ball, center field. Vincent coming on. He's got room out there and makes the grab for out number three. So Dewey comes in with a good inning after walking the leadoff batter. Two strikeouts and a fly ball. No runs, no hits, nobody left. Eight innings in the books here. It is Middle Tennessee, seven. Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. As we take you into the ninth inning of this game, there is yet another pitching change <laughs> for Lipscomb. And this will be their one, two, three, four, seventh. five, six, seventh pitcher of the game. He is Will Newell, a freshman, six seven out of Tallahassee, Florida. Boy, they got some tall guys they on really their staff, do. don't yep. they? Well, Will Newell is making his sixth appearance. They've all been in relief. He's given up six runs, all earned in five and two-thirds innings. That's on 10 hits, three walks, six strikeouts. Uh, opponents hitting 3-7 against Will Newell. And of those, uh, six, uh, of those uh, 10 hits, four have been for extra bases, three doubles, a home run, Got a 9.53 ERA with no record. Eston Snyder is uh, scheduled to be the first hitter. I think. No, that's Dillingham. Dillingham must have stayed in and gone to left field, John, because Snyder was in right field, was he not? He was. Okay, so Dillingham stayed in. He probably moved over to left field. Okay. So he will bat here, and Snyder would have been in for Galloway. All right. That's my best be, best guess anyway. Leading out for Middle Tennessee State, number one. Dillingham has struck out twice and walked. Now the infield shifts with three on the third base side against the right-handed hitting Dillingham. So he must have a spray chart on him or something. Must. Right side is uh, a lot of hitting room there. There's a ball popped up. 
Shortstop in shallow center field. Center field is going to make the call and make the catch coming in for out number one. So Dillingham flies to Houghton in shallow center field for the first out, and the batter is Luke Benson. Now batting number seven, Luke Benson. The bottom third of the batting order tonight, John, has scored five of the Blue Raiders' seven runs. That's pretty good production. You like that. Benson has scored a pair of runs. He's been hit by a pitch, singled, and flied out. And that single drove in two. Swing and a miss after that pitch from Newell. No balls, one strike. right-hander into the full windup and the pitch over but low count is one and one there's pitch outside ball two two balls and a strike Newell down for some dirt. Peers in for the sign. And that pitches <laughs> back to the backstop. Three and two. That ball uh, hit about, what, four feet in front of the plate? Yeah. We've seen a lot of that tonight. Ball four is inside. Benson draws a one-out walk. Now batting number 41, KB Peralta. Here's Peralta. He'll turn around and hit left-handed now against Williams. Peralta with single and a double in the game. Two for four. Takes ball one. That's just the second uh, walk that the Bisons uh, have surrendered in this ball game. It is. John, that wind's picking up again. Look at the trees. Ah, yeah. You can tell it that. Trees are waving back and forth. There's a ball low. Two and out. Still not showing in the flag, but uh, you're right about the trees. Benson, the runner at first with one out. And the pitch. Hit to short. Could be two. Out at second. High throw to first in time. That's a 6-4-3 double play. And that will retire the side in the ninth. No runs, no hits, and with the double play, nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth inning. It's the Raiders 7, Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. 
That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth inning. The Raiders with a pitching change as uh, Bryson Thomas will come on. He'll try to finish this game out. Bryson, a super senior, 6'4, 225 from Spring Hill, Tennessee, a two way player, also doubles as a first baseman. Yeah, played a lot of first base for us. Not that much pitching this year, just his fifth appearance. He's thrown uh, six, seven innings, given up eight runs, all earned on five hits, five walks, three strikeouts, uh, 12.00 ERA. He's taken one loss, so he's 0-1, no save. Here's the third baseman, Trace Wilhoyt, to lead it off. He has struck out, fouled out, and grounded out. 0 for 3. That's from the right side. Bryson Thomas, a stockily built right-hander. Let's get three and go home, Dick. First pitch is swung on and fouled out of play to the right. One strike to count. Seven runs, eight hits for the Raiders. No runs, four hits for the Bisons. Count 0-1 to Will Hoyt. Thomas with the pitch. Right in there at the letters, a good fastball. Nothing and two. Remember, the Charlotte series is Thursday, Friday, Saturday of this week. That's because of Easter Sunday. So no game on Sunday. There's a swing and a foul straight back. Nothing and two. Now you can see that flagpole fluttering a little bit ah, out there, John. Yeah, it's uh, it is active again. We haven't seen it, uh, and has it changed directions? It looks like. Well, no, it's it's still blowing from the south, isn't it? I think so. But it is blowing. That's the first time we've seen it blowing like that since four o'clock, five o'clock this afternoon. There's a strike oh, call yeah. on the outside corner, and that one had a little wrinkle on it. Will Hoyt called out on strikes for out number one. You know, John, there is uh, bad weather forecast for tomorrow. Yep. Not supposed to get here till 4 a.m., but the maybe it's running ahead of schedule. No, I hope not. So one out. The batter is John Shields. Left-hand hitter, one for three in the game. Thomas first pitch to him, high, outside, ball one. 
we had wind a little bit like this before we started the ball game, and it kind of slacked off. Yeah. Here's the pitch. Oh, and called a ball. Looked like a uh, that pretty was, decent pitch. Yeah. Sure Two did. balls, no strikes. Pitching that location to a right-handed hitter has been a strike all day. Here's the 2-0, and, oh, and it's high ball three. Raiders have Coker now playing third. Peralta still at short. Mabry at second. And Nagishi at first. That's the infield with Briggs' rudder behind the plate. There's a strike called, and it's three and one. One out here in the bottom of the ninth. And Thomas Pitch swung on, foul. That's going to be out of play. All right. Off to the left side. So he's gone from 3 0 to 3 2. It's the right time to put him away, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say. Here's the 3 2 pitch. And he struck him out swinging. That is out number two. Let's see, three, six, eight. That's ten strikeouts for Raider pitching tonight. Yeah. It's only three walks. Here's a pinch hitter. Tiger Borum out of Jonesboro, Georgia. Left-handed hitter batting for Haymaker. Takes ball one. Not a big guy. There's a swing and a miss, and it is one and one. Uh, look at uh, where his feet are, Dick. He is right up on the plate in that uh, left-handed batter's box. Here's Thomas with the wind, and the pitch is high and away. Ball two, two and one to Borum. In fact, that front foot is almost on the on the line. Backed him away with that pitch. Yeah. He won't be up there that close again. Two and two, the count. Colin at three and one on the board. I think that's right. Here's Thomas for the three one and now three and two. All right. Full count. Let's come down to their last strike. The Raider dugout comes alive. Three balls, two strikes, and the pitch is swung on, grounded to third. Coker's got it. Over to first, in time, and the ball game is over. Raiders win it by a score of seven to nothing. No runs, no hits. Three up, three down in the ninth. 
Nice job by Bryson Thomas coming in for the one inning. Final totals for Middle Tennessee, seven runs, eight hits, one error, and for Lipscomb, no runs, four hits, and one error. This is the conclusion of the two-game series, and the team's uh, traded shutouts, John. Lipscomb won the first meeting in Murfreesboro, three to nothing. Raiders win the second meeting here in Nashville by a score of seven to nothing. So stay with us, and we'll have our post-game wrap-up show coming away next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Once again, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome back in as we will wrap things up for you here at Lipscomb. The Raiders win by a score of seven to nothing and improve their record on the season to 16 and 15, while Lipscomb falls to 18 and 15 on the season. Both teams are seven and five in their respective conferences. And uh, John, the Raiders got this game off and running in the second inning, a pair of solo home runs by Jackson uh, Galloway and the other one by Gabe Jennings and were not headed uh, well, after that. Yeah, and of course that's all we really needed, but they just kept adding on, and that's what you really want your ball club to do. You can't be content to just sit there on those two runs. You keep adding on, you keep adding on. You, you put the pressure on the other guy, and uh, it worked tonight. Uh, and talk about efficiency, seven runs on eight hits. Uh, only three left on base, so uh, and it wasn't like they, uh, that. Uh, Lipscomb was walking a lot of people. They only walked uh, two. They hit two though. So we took advantage of what they gave us and uh, made them pay. So the concession stand is giving away the popcorn that hasn't been sold. And if you have time, John, you could probably get down there, <laughs> pick us up a couple of I bags of popcorn. I don't, huh? I don't know if that popcorn's <laughs> on my diet, Dick. <laughs> I bet you those dollar hot dogs ran away, though, a long time ago. <laughs> so the Raiders won it by a score of 7 to nothing. As they say, the winners tell jokes and the losers say deal, huh? Yeah, we we know that story, don't we? Yep. So Middle Tennessee now will uh, take a three-game winning streak into the weekend series with Charlotte, which will start on Thursday night, Thursday, Friday and Saturday of this week. So uh, excellent uh, pitching for the Raiders tonight. Yeah, that was uh, the key, Dick, uh, uh, the, the pitching. Uh, and uh, you look at uh, uh, the, the numbers coming in and you say, oh, uh, I don't know about, uh, about Jack Julian. He's got an ERA that uh, looks like it's pretty bad. Well, he was, uh, he was just really, really good. And uh, got that ERA down under 10, and uh, we're about to go down on the field. Right, we'll let him get a little bit closer here. James Sells was, was good again coming out of the yeah. pen. And then uh, two guys who haven't thrown a lot this season, Daniel Dewey and Bryson Thomas, each uh, pitched a scoreless inning in this ball game. Yeah, so, Daniel Dewey definitely earned himself uh, another outing. So we are going to – take it down and I'm going to hope not to get electrocuted while I hold this <laughs> out the window and we'll uh, take it down to Carson and Coach Toman. And we're not getting anything. We're having technical issues here, Dick. Well, I think the uh, the batteries run down on the <laughs> remote thing. Well, I will tell you what uh, Coach Toman is saying. He is saying uh, 
we came up here. We wanted to play a lot of guys. We played them. Uh, we saw some really good things happening uh, offensively. Uh, uh, we only made that one error, and uh, you know that uh, those things happened. But uh, on the other hand, we had some uh, some great defensive plays. Uh, the play out in uh, left field, Jackson Galloway out there tumbling, uh, and uh, he doesn't make that play, and all of a sudden you've got a different ball game. Okay, that's. Uh, I think you did a pretty good job there, John. We'll, you think that's what he would have said? I think it, uh, that's exactly <laughs> what he would have said. Let's take our final break. We'll be back to wrap things up for you after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know it'll make it sound even better. Oh, yeah. It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. 
And welcome back in for the final time. Raiders win at seven to nothing. As uh, John, you got some highlights uh, from that uh, box score? I do indeed. Uh, uh, brought to you by Granison Associates. Uh, looking over on the offensive side, I think you've got to first of all uh, talk about uh, uh, Gabe Jennings and. Um, and let's see. And the other home run was Jackson Galloway. Yeah, Jackson Galloway. They are the ones that got it started. They're the the, the ones that had uh, the big RBIs. Uh, Luke Vinton, though, also was uh, uh, had a couple of RBIs. Uh, of course, there wasn't much going on on the uh, Lipscomb side. Only four hits. So that means you got to talk about the Blue Raider pitching. Uh, Jack Julian was just really terrific tonight. Goes five innings. Uh, no runs on three hits, just one walk, four strikeouts. James Sells, we knew from uh, Tennessee Tech that he was going to be pretty good. I, I think what he, we were seeing was a warm-up for the weekend. He goes two innings, gives up just one hit, uh, one walk, three strikeouts. Daniel Dewey uh, was uh, not very good in his first outing. Well, he reversed that tonight, goes an inning. No runs on no hits, one walk, uh, two strikeouts. Bryson Thomas, the final inning, and he strikes out two. Uh, Jack Julian takes the win. He is now 1-0 and uh, on the Lipscomb side. Uh, they uh, only had, what, six pitchers, seven pitchers? Seven. It was a bunch of pitchers, and uh, uh, about the best you can say there is that uh, Caleb Cantola took the loss. He is now 1-4. and four. We played this one in... Two hours and 51 minutes. The weather was pretty good. Let's go home. All right. Very good. Uh, I don't remember whether I took that station break, I promised or not. But uh, you can take it after we sign off here for my friend uh, John Callow. Uh, this is Dick Palmer from Dugan Field in Nashville with the Raiders tonight. Shut out the Lipscomb Bisons by a score of 7 to nothing. Next broadcast will be Thursday night, 6 o'clock, on the air with our pregame at 545. Until then, thanks for joining us as uh, TJ has been our board up and producer for this game. Wishing you a very good night from the ballpark. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGNS.